Hello, law firm owners, and welcome to another episode of the Wildly Successful Law Firm Podcast. I'm Nermeen Jasani, your host and law firm strategist. So this is officially the last episode of 2021. If you listened into the last episode, I shared a lot about the things that I learned in 2021 and where I see things going for 2022. Now, I feel like this episode has been a long time coming. Uh, You know, this has been 20 plus episodes of a podcast, which by the way, I never thought I would get to, so hooray for that. And I'm also excited to announce that coming back for season two, and season two is gonna kick off in early January. I think it's January 4th that we're gonna kick off again, and definitely gonna take some time off for the end of the year to do some reflecting, to do some recharging, to do some resting. But I wanted to share with you this final episode of the year. And this is the huge announcement that I have been talking about for a really long time. And I'm so excited to share this because it's been a learning journey. It's been a little bit painful at times, but I feel like Yes, I finally figured it out and this is what it's going to be and this is what it's going to look like. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of backstory. Well, probably a lot of backstory and then and then I'm going to tell you what's coming. Okay, I've been consulting law firm owners for a little over four years now and you may not know this, but I practiced in New York. I had a tech startup. I went to LA to work on my tech startup. My tech startup was called Lumel. It was a website to connect women to new friends, not a lesbian dating website, so get that out of your head. It was purely a friendship making platform. And it was based on my own personal experience. I had lived in New York, I had a great boyfriend at the time, and I had no female friends, right? I had coworkers, but when you're a lawyer, you can't really go out with your coworkers like that because you still have to be able to maintain a level of professionalism, or at least that was super important to me. And I realized that, you know, making friends in New York, as big of a city as this is, as many people as there are, is not that easy, right? It's not some sex in the city or friends version of how to make friends. And I started talking to a lot of colleagues of mine and they said, you know what, we're having the same issues. You know, our friends moved away or, you know, are married with kids and it's just not the same. And, you know, Nermeen, if you did this thing, it would be great. So back in 2011, I had the idea. I probably officially started executing on it in like 2013, quit my job so that I could do this full time and, Um, you know, quit my practice so I could do all of that and had my tech startup and, you know, it was a total flop. You know, VCs did not want to fund this idea because they were essentially like, how are you going to make money? There's only two options, ads or you sell it to someone and then they're going to do the ads, right? So that didn't feel right to me and I left that VC world and I left LA and I came back to Atlanta, which is where my family is and they are still here and I am still here in Atlanta. 
Fast forward, I come here and my parents are like, what are you gonna do here? And I was like, I don't wanna practice law, I know that. So how about I start consulting? And so I started consulting law firm owners back in 2017 and it feels like lifetimes ago, but I will tell you, I've learned so much in the last four and a half years of doing what I've been doing. I'm gonna share that with you and if you find yourself nodding and shaking your head yes, then stay tuned because there's more information coming, okay? So here's what I realized. We all know that we went to law school and didn't learn how to run a business, right? That's common knowledge, right? Some people even argue and I jokingly say, you know, you go to law school but you don't really learn how to be a lawyer. That's true as well, right? So what I've realized is that there is no one place that teaches you, here's what you need to do step by step to grow your practice. You get to 100,000 and you need to do these things to get to 100,000. Then to go from 100 to 250, which is I think the next benchmark, you are gonna do these things. And then to get from 250 to 500, you're gonna do these things. And then to get from 500 to a million, you're gonna do these things. There's no one who actually talks about that, right? It's all this very like convoluted stuff that's very disjointed. It's not collective and in one place. You know, you have, you know, the marketing specialist who's building your website and doing the SEO, but they have no idea what the social media person is doing. And that person has no idea how your tax planner is going to, you know, file your taxes for this year. And that tax planner has no idea how you want to grow your law firm because you have no idea how you want to grow your law firm. They're just doing your taxes because it's tax time, right? Okay, so I learned all of that. The second thing I learned is that lawyers, as great as they are, are very stuck on learning how to do things, right? They expect to be catered to, right? Think about our time as associates and if you ever worked for another firm, right? You have someone making your copies for you, you have a paralegal, you have an assistant, you've got somebody ordering lunch, you've got 17 different kinds of coffee and 30 different granola snacks, right? You have all of this stuff catered to you. And then when you leave the practice of law in that big associate setting, you don't get to take all of that with you. And if you want it in your own practice, you have to pay for it yourself, right? Some attorneys don't even have, a, have an office because they don't think that it's a necessary expense. But when you worked in a bigger firm, that was obviously part of the, part of the package, right? You had an office, you had a place to go to, you had you know, copy machines, fax machines, phones, all of that, none of which you had to technically pay for, right? But now that you have your own practice, those are all the things that you're having to pay for. Okay, so that's the other thing I learned. Now, the third thing I learned, and this is through my own personal experience with my own clients, okay? There's a lot of pressure on the hours in the day. And we've all already known that, right? You have to bill X amount of hours if you wanna make a certain kind of lifestyle, right? I'm, I'm not saying anything that's new to you. But what I am saying is that when lawyers are in that space, and there's all that pressure. Everything else goes to the wayside. The only thing that they focus on is doing the law. Doing the marketing, oh, forget about that. That networking meeting, forget about that. Oh, that lunch with so-and-so, forget about that. You gotta get your shit done 
because that judge has been on your ass and has called you five times about whatever, whatever, or that opposing counsel has called you so many times. It's all very pressure filled. There's a lot of like anxiety and like deadlines and like all of these things that just take up space even though they're not even like physical things, right? Like they just are things that float around in your head. The next thing I learned in my consulting work is that, totally gonna admit this, I started to enable my clients and here's how. My clients wouldn't do the work until I showed up or like an hour or a couple hours before the call where they'd be like, oh shit, let me get this done because I've got this meeting with Nermeen and she's gonna ask me if I did this thing? Did I send this email? Did I look at my tax returns? Did I do this? Did I do that? Right? Like all the things that come out of consulting in my one-on-one -on -one work, what I realized was I was enabling them. They wouldn't do anything until I showed up. And when I showed up is when they did it. And that never gave them an opportunity to learn why they were doing it. Right? I cannot say confidently that from the clients that I've worked with, yeah, they have systems in place now but I did the work for them. They don't understand why that system exists. They don't really know what it does. They have kind of an idea, right? But they don't know what, what the true benefit of it is, but they keep doing the thing, right? It's there, it lives in their business, right? And it's, it's certainly streamlined processes and made things easier, but they don't really understand what is the business logic behind being able to see all of the clients that you worked with in 2021 at a glance. Being able to see how many of those cases were uh, H-1B visas versus a you know marriage visa, right? Okay, so I'm totally realizing that I was part of the problem. And the problem was that consultants have all of this knowledge, right? All of this stuff and we're being hired by law firms, by law firm owners like you, to do the things. But what happens when we leave? The true fix is when the business owner understands why they did it, what's the reasoning behind it, what's the benefit of it, and if this shit breaks, can I just kind of piece it back together or do I know who to hire when this shit breaks? Seeing all of that in perspective, seeing how clients interacted with my course, seeing how they interacted with me one-on-one -on -one has made me realize that as a consultant, period, as a service provider, period, there's a huge learning gap. And I was widening that gap by doing the shit for my clients without having them truly understand why they were doing it. And all of that's about to change because I'm so excited to announce that starting in early January, I am launching the CEO Academy for law firm owners. And the CEO Academy is how I'm going to teach law firm owners how to actually think like a CEO and to transfer everything that I know about being a business owner onto them so that they never have to keep hiring people. They know exactly what to do and they can do those things, right? Number one. Number two, I'm not gonna call out specific programs or anything like that, but you've probably already heard of them. There's a lot of programs out there for lawyers. 
and I started meeting people who were in these programs. And what I realized was, wow, these people are staying in these programs for years. Why? Right? Like, why are they in these programs for three years and five years and seven years? Like, it just made no sense to me. And as a consultant, I started to think about it and I was like, hmm, you know, I don't know how much of a benefit that lawyer is getting year four and year five staying in that program. And I don't know if it's more of the business model that that company has created, which is recurring revenue from that same lawyer, or if it's the lawyer that's afraid to leave because they're afraid that their growth is contributed so much to being in this program that they don't, they don't wanna leave. There's, they're afraid of what's gonna happen if they leave. And I just, I looked at all of that and I was like, no, that doesn't feel right for me. It doesn't feel right for me to create something where you don't truly know how to function without me. It doesn't feel right for me to just keep you in a program for years and years so that I can keep collecting money while giving you marginal value, right? There's, there's an economics term for that, right? And the value that you're gonna get after these extended periods of time is gonna lessen, right? Just like from, from a widget machine, right? After a certain point, you know, you get diminishing returns. That's the same that it goes for a lot of these programs, diminishing returns. So seeing all of this, seeing my data, seeing the industry data, seeing how lawyers themselves are and how they learn and how they adapt and what the gaps are and the flaws in the systems and all of this is what resulted in me creating the CEO Academy. So I'm gonna give you all of the details right now and I know the most important detail that you wanna know is, okay, Narmeen, what, what the fuck is this thing gonna cost, right? Because you're a lawyer and that's just what it comes down to for you. So. CEO Academy is kicking off at $797 a month. It is an annual membership, which means it's 12 months. After 12 months, I kick you out. You're like the, I'm, I'm the mama bird and I'm pushing you out, okay? Even if you're not ready, I don't care. You're out after 12 months. I'm not keeping your money after 12 months. And I've also got certain things in the program, which means you're not gonna need me after 12 months, right? But it really is a, you've learned everything you need to learn. Now it's time for you to actually put into practice all of the things that you have learned, right? I don't need a business model where I'm making thousands of dollars off of the same person year after year. That doesn't feel right to me. Okay, so here's the other thing that the CEO Academy is gonna cover. Essentially, there are five things that I've identified in all of my years of consulting, all the lawyers I've worked with, all the business owners I've worked with, everything I've seen. There are five crucial things that every business owner needs to be able to do. And I'm gonna share those things with you. And every single month in the program is going to help you set the foundation for these five pillars. So number one, you as a CEO have to be able to make decisions fast. Notice it's one of the topics that I covered in my seven things that seven figure law firm owners do. Being able to make decisions fast is super important. And as a CEO, I see so many of my clients who just don't make decisions. They just sit there, sit there thinking, okay, maybe I'll wait six months, six months go by. Okay, I'll wait another six months. Okay, another six months go by. Three years go by, right? I will tell you, 
that there are attorneys who have been telling me, you know what, Nermeen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna niche down, I'm gonna specialize in this one area. They're not clients of mine, of course, but they've been telling me I'm gonna niche down in this one area. Three years later, they still haven't niched down. They are still everything to everyone. And when someone asks, hey, do you do this? Yep, I do that. Dog bites, yep, I do that. Uh, criminal cases, yep, I do that. We all know those attorneys, right? Okay, so that's the first thing. You gotta be able to make decisions. You gotta be able to make decisions fast. The second pillar of the five is you've gotta know your numbers. I talk about numbers all the time, right? I think numbers are super sexy. I love the story that numbers tell. How many clients do you have? How long does it take you to close a case? What are you charging them? When was the last time you increased your prices? How long does it take before someone hires you? How many people come in as referrals? How many come in from you know, Avvo? How many come in from SEO? I want to know all of the numbers. Okay, but that doesn't benefit you if I just know the numbers, right? Because when I leave, I take that knowledge with me. But I'm gonna teach you why you need to know those numbers, why they actually matter for your business, why, what they actually mean for your growth, right? It's not just about how much money you made at the end of the year. Those other numbers are more important than that bottom line number that you made that year, okay? So we're gonna go through and create systems and processes to capture that data. Because you can have data, but if you don't know what the data means, it means nothing, right? Why even bother to have the data? So there's gonna be a full system on tracking your numbers and actually understanding what it means for your law practice, your specific law practice, not like, you know, Here's a general number, 30% you know, operating costs. It could be different for your practice, right? So they are customized for your law practice. Okay, the third thing is that you have to be able to hire strategically. I see so many law firm owners who hire the wrong people and I wanna say, oh, you should not have hired that person. What you actually needed was this. And not knowing how to hire, who to hire, when do you hire them, at what phase in your business do you start outsourcing stuff. It can get so overwhelming, so confusing, no one's sitting there telling you who you need to hire. Instead, you have recruiters who are like, oh, I can find you a legal assistant at $20 an hour, and then they turn out to be trash, right? Like, totally not worth your time. And if they happen to be good, you got really lucky. It's like finding a needle in a haystack, right? Okay, so you have to be able to hire strategically, which means you need to have a team playbook that everyone gets trained on. Do you even know what a team playbook is? It's the same page that everyone reads from when they start in your practice. And we create a team playbook specifically for your law practice. And you get a 12 and 24 month hiring plan. When you hit this amount of money, you're gonna hire these people. When you hit this amount of money, you're gonna hire these people. If you don't hit that point, you can't hire those people. It's that simple. I see so many attorneys who hire when they are too young. And I don't mean in age, I mean like wherever they are financially, they're not at that point yet. And someone has said to them, oh, you gotta hire, you gotta hire a really good paralegal, you gotta hire a really good admin. Okay, but what if you don't have that much business coming in? What if your business is so up and down that you hire someone at an up and then you go down and now there's a new paralegal on the market looking for a job, right? Feels silly to be able to do that. Or what I see a lot of lawyers doing is 
I won't pay myself this week, but I'll pay my paralegal. What? Are you trying to tell me that you went through all those years of school so that you could not pay yourself? That's not an effective way of running a business, okay? All right, so let's keep moving. All right, so the fourth thing that is super important, and I talked about this in the, in the um, seven-figure series, is your clients come first, and you need to create a platinum-level experience for your clients. Seamless, easy, right? No friction. Focus on your clients and you will have amazing numbers, right? Focus on delivering amazing quality and you will have clients who keep referring you other business and keep coming back to you. Now, I was talking to a, a colleague and she said to me, I have a really bad taste in my mouth because I have an attorney who the first time I talked to them, they said it was gonna cost me $2,500 to do this thing. And I ended up with a bill for $8,000. I have no idea where the miscommunication happened. Communication, we talk a lot about that. I have talked a lot about communication. That is one of the subsets of delivering a gold level client experience right is you have to be so on point with your communication and in the ceo academy i'm going to teach you give you the exact words the exact templates the exact schedule on when to communicate with your clients and how to communicate with them so by the way you never end up in a bar complaint because of lack of communication with your clients okay all right, so now here's the most important thing when it comes to being a CEO. And the, and the fifth pillar in all of this is your schedule. The CEO's schedule. I see way too many attorneys who have no idea how to create their weekly schedule. They have no system in place to look at their week and they feel so overwhelmed and so exhausted. And then they start taking on these clients who take up more space on their calendar. And then their kids are like, hey mom, hey dad, we've got soccer and they can't show up, right? It's because you have no control over your schedule. You don't have a CEO schedule. You don't even know what a CEO schedule is supposed to look like, right? So helping you understand how to task manage literally by looking at your calendar every single week and me looking at it with you and saying, nope, that needs to go away. That's too much on your week. You literally have 15 hours a week that you can actually bill. This is what you need to do in those 15 hours. This is how you figure out how much time you need. And then if you can't get it done in the time that you told your client, you're now gonna go and tell your client, hey, I need a couple more days on this, but I will have it to you by X date all of it starts to come together, right? Okay, so essentially the CEO Academy is a 12 month membership where I'm going to teach you all of the things that you need to learn to be the CEO of your law firm. It's 12 months because the first six months are gonna be teaching. I am teaching every two weeks live. No courses, no pre-recorded bullshit. <laughs> None of that. It is Nermeen showing up live 
on Zoom, on camera, in a little box, right? Ready to teach you everything you need to know for that pillar. Now, six months of learning, six months of implementing. That's how it's gonna go 12 months. I will tell you that how I've structured this program is incredibly intentionally. During those 12 months, you are going to create your board of directors. If you think about every other company, you think about Apple, you think about Google, there's a board of directors. They're there to guide and advise the CEO what decisions to make, what decisions not to make, where to move forward, how do you move forward. Why is it that small law firm owners don't have a board of directors? It's not a full-time role. You don't have to give them stock. I have a team of people, fractional CFOs, fractional CMOs, fractional COOs, business managers, tech implementers, all of these people who are each going to take a seat on your board and they are going to be there to advise you, to guide you. You're gonna have a call set up with them every single month and you're going to look at the numbers, you're going to look at the operations, you're gonna look at the marketing, you're gonna look at everything. And together you are going to collectively make decisions and move your business forward. That is how I'm setting up this program. So that when I'm gone and you're no longer in this program, you still have the support that you need, the accountability that you need, the people who understand you, who support your business, and it's not gonna cost you thousands and thousands of dollars, right? It's going to be something that you can afford, that you are going to need as you start to grow bigger. And it's going to be the thing that prevents you from being the firefighter in your business and actually being the CEO so that you can have a CEO schedule which is four days a week. And I don't mean 10 four hour, four 10 hour days, right? I mean four days a week. You know exactly what you're doing on each of the days. Fridays you're off, you do two email check-ins and that's it. Or Wednesdays you're off, or Mondays you're off, whatever you want it to be, right? But that is the ultimate goal. You became a law firm owner, not so that you could be handcuffed to your practice, never being able to leave, always having to check in, even when you're on vacation, right? I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for my clients. So that's why I created the CEO Academy. Now, links are below. I'm happy to chat with you one-on-one -on -one about the CEO Academy, answer any questions that you have, and full disclosure, the CEO Academy is only open for female law firm owners. That's it. Now, I have always been all for women, right? And I had Lumel, and you know, it's I've 90% of my clients are women, right? I, I don't have many male clients. I think I've had two or three in my four plus years of consulting. So I'm just gonna make it known. 
I'm only working with female law firm owners. And if you are a female law firm owner who's also a breadwinner, oh my God, I'm so excited to work with you, right? Because that is exactly where I want to spend my time, spend my energy. And this whole year of 2021 was trying to get to this point for me to figure out how I can work with my clients in a way that works best for them, that allows them to function without me, that allows them to have the knowledge and the skills that they need so that you don't need me. Okay, so that is everything on the CEO Academy. If you wanna know more, just reach out to me. I'm happy to share information I will let you know that we kick off officially in January and your chance to join ends at the end of this year. So December 31st, doors close. If you wanna join, join before then. Reach out to me, I'll give you all the information you need. We can have a phone call. I'm gonna probably have some workshops on it. So definitely you wanna participate in that. And that's everything for 2021. I wanna say thank you so much for listening into this podcast series and for tuning into season one. Every time I looked at the podcast statistics, I would just pinch myself a little because I'd be like, I don't know who's listening, but thank you so much for listening because looking at these numbers has made my heart so happy that I'm able to share this information and there are people listening, right? Who are listening week after week, you know? it As a creator, as a self-proclaimed teacher, nothing makes me happier than being able to share this information and know that people are listening to it. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening in. And if you think about something that you want me to cover, by all means, do reach out to me, right? 2022 is gonna come at you with a bang. I have so much for 2022 that I've created. Every month is going to be a specific topic for that month. We're actually gonna kick off January with money and February is gonna be a team month. So everything in January is gonna cover money. Everything in February is gonna cover team. March is gonna be marketing, right? I'm just, I, it's such, I have so much amazing stuff coming for next year. So cannot wait to share all of that with you. As always, please remember to subscribe to the podcast, to the YouTube channel, wherever you're listening to this. And we'll be back in early January. Happy holidays with your loved ones. Happy new year. And cannot wait to see what 2022 has for you. So here's to you and your wildly successful law firm. Thanks for listening in. Bye.